The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 560. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yapchan, and today I have a phenomenal lady on the show today. She is the co-founder of... She talks Asia and Manomiga and is also a passionate advocate for women's empowerment and quality education for all. And I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Lynn Pinugu. Lynn, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to our listeners. Sure. Hi, Sheena. And hi, everyone. Thanks so much for having me. It's such an honor. This is actually my first ever audio podcast. So I'm quite excited to be your guest. As Sheena mentioned, I am the co-founder of Manomiga. It's an international school for underprivileged kids. And it's something I put up when I was 23 years old. And I'm also the co-founder of She Talks Asia. It's a women empowerment media platform and something I put up with three other friends about two years ago. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Lynn, what's your cultural background? So I'm full Filipino. I was born and raised here in Manila. Thanks for sharing that. And what be your favorite self-confidence quote? Okay, so I have several, but one thing that really resonates with me is something that Lao Tzu said. He said, like, because one believes in oneself, one doesn't try to convince others. And to me, that really sums up the way I would define self-confidence. When you're when you're very much in attuned to what you really want without you know, without being influenced by other people's voices or other people's perspectives and opinions or, you know, considering them. But at the end of the day, really choosing what you feel resonates with you the most instead of feeling like you need, you feel the need to impress others. Then to me, I think that's genuine self-confidence. Lao Tzu actually goes on to say that, you know, if you're content with your with oneself, you don't need other people's approval. And because you accept yourself, the whole world accepts you. And, and I think that's really true. You know, if we if we kind of look at the people that a lot of sorry, if we kind of if we look at the people that you know have made a difference or you know have inspired others, these are people who really set out their own path without really trying to convince other people of their greatness or of their beliefs. Thanks for sharing that great quote and definition. I truly believe, you know, your confidence is doing what you want, regardless of what other people think of you. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but the more we keep doing it, the easier it will get. And the more we can just be free and do what we want versus constantly, you know, trying to please people, trying to figure out if people will accept us or not. Um, You have to accept yourself first. So thanks for sharing that. Just to add, you know, I think it's definitely a journey. I don't think people, I mean, I don't, know a lot of people who are self-confident 100% of the time, right? I, so I think it's a matter also of of really knowing yourself and but making it a point to examine your life and I mean to examine yourself before you start your day. I think that's that's definitely something people can draw from. For sure. Thanks for sharing that. And Lynn, what's your life what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? Definitely it was a very tiring life. I was hyper productive. I was always chasing after something. I always wanted people's approval. So I find myself in a, in a you know, I was one of the pioneers here in the Philippines for social entrepreneurship. And I would, I got a lot of awards. I got a lot of praise from people. I would get featured in different magazines and stuff. And 
I think it came to a point where in I felt like I was my intentions were already different for pursuing the ventures meaning I became a bit more addicted to what other people thought you know like I would I would look at like I would I wouldn't it was difficult for me to receive feedback at one point because I felt like it was a reflection on how good I was as as a person right so before being innately confident or intrinsically confident I really feel as if I'm just living to fulfill other people's expectations of me. And I was I had a school but I wasn't an educator, so it was tough for me too at that point because I felt like I always had to establish my credibility and so I couldn't enjoy the success of the program. It also manifested a lot in my relationships wherein I would date people and you know I would try to conform to their own standards. So as I said, it was very very tiring and I couldn't be present. I couldn't enjoy what was I couldn't enjoy the success of Manomiga because I was always just looking for what's missing or I was always looking for what other you know what other people how they, or like what my actions how my actions would make other people feel or what they would think of me. So yeah, like there you go. Just tired. <laughs> just tired all the time, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And I know that can be draining, you know, constantly trying to be the next and best thing and not realizing like we are more than enough to just be who we are, right? And kind of eliminate what others think of us or seeking that approval. But what was that point in your life when you realized that you you were more than enough to go out there and be the person that you are today, have that confidence, you know, not seeking the approval anymore? What was that aha moment? It was actually a breakup <laughs> that led to it and I was already I'm not ashamed to say that as as already 28 years old when I found that inner confidence. I was in a relationship that was a very toxic relationship, but I was holding on to it because, you know, like when somebody when somebody doesn't want you, the more you want to be with that person because the more you want to try to prove to that person that you're worth it, right? I don't know if that's other people could relate to, but it's definitely something I felt what was happening to me. And what finally forced me to break up with him was I caught him with someone else. And and I, I saw it with my own two eyes. And of course, after that, you're left in a dramatic state. And that was a big wake-up call for me. After we broke up, I realized that a lot of my... I didn't know who I was anymore because a lot of the things I pursued, you know, even my, my choice for grad school, the choice of course, the choice of course, or like what I took up in grad school, um, even certain career decisions, certain things, I opportunities I gave up, everything was oriented towards this guy. And it's not as if he asked for me but it's again it's because I didn't love myself enough or I didn't think I was enough so I felt like I had to keep proving myself and I remember writing in my journal that wow Lynn you are just a shell you're just an outer shell of your former self and when I wrote that I it was a commitment you know to get to know myself again and to really understand what I really want because when we broke up I really felt as if one my world collapsed right because I built my world around him and all of a sudden I'm left with these pursuits that I felt weren't really mine and so that was my big aha moment just you know sitting down and realizing oh my gosh I need to re-examine my life and to understand who I really am uh, instead of like what I shaped myself to be. Thanks for sharing that and I think a lot of women go through that uh, you know they feel like 
they they have to do everything that you know who their partner is who their partner is right and just because they don't feel like they're not enough and sometimes we settle because we just feel like there's nothing else better out there and you know when something like this shakes your whole world up like you know being cheated on and then leaving him you feel like it's the end of the world and you know you're at your lowest point of your life but the best thing about your darkest moment is the only way you can go is up Right. And so you started, like you mentioned, reexamining your life, rebuilding yourself, getting to know yourself a bit better. And because of this realization, what's your life been like now? Well, that's why we always get around that She Talks Asia was born out of a heartbreak <laughs> because it was formed by me and three other girlfriends whom after, after, after the breakup, right, of course, you heal from the breakup. Um, but then, you know, we got together and we, we told ourselves, wait, there are life lessons that I wish somebody told me when I was younger. So definitely She Talks is one thing that changed after being more self-confident and we always say that in like she like we we set up she talks asia because we found our voice as women and we felt like we needed to create a platform and to be able to give back and to give other women the chance to also find their voice through the, the stories that you know through the stories through the discussions that we bring if we're talking about what my life has been like in terms of how it changed in from the inside, definitely I feel a lot more empowered to say no. And this means saying no um, before. So I, I work in development and part of my job is to, you know, to really go out there and talk about Manamigo all the time. I remember I was so hyperproductive. I would have meetings till 10 p.m. every single day. I would work on weekends I just felt like I owe it to the people to say yes even if sometimes you know those meetings are really just pointless and something you can just discuss by email or via Facebook Messenger but after that so it didn't just trickle down into my personal life it also trickled down into my career that self-confidence to actually say no and to tell people what I'm worth and you know to ask people to respect me for example you know like if people are late right that's one way of respect and before I didn't mind it but that after this whole confidence, I felt the need to call out people and to inform them that, hey, you know what, when you're late, you're disrespecting someone. And in my relationship, like, I find myself being, you know, marrying the most amazing human being, Miguel. <laughs> Shout out to my husband, Miguel. And, you know, like, you know, part of it is, yes, he's an amazing human being. But I think it's also part of it is also because I now know the kind of love that I deserve. That it's easy for me to spot bullshit. It's easy for me to to spot men who have wrong intentions about me and that made it easy for me to also choose a life that you know or a relationship that's really built on trust and respect and constant communication so i think that's that's really what i feel how self-confidence what self-confidence and what self-worth brought me i feel like i'm more deliberate about the choices that i make i'm more deliberate about how i spend my life i'm more deliberate about saying yes and i'm also more a lot more deliberate about saying no Thanks for sharing that. And it makes a huge difference when you create those boundaries, right? What you will and will not tolerate. Yes. And when we set yeah. those boundaries, we just feel a lot more better and free and just, yeah, we just feel a lot happier too. So, cause we, cause that pressure is gone. And, you know, and to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What'd be that one tip yeah. you would give to her? I think it starts with honesty and really sitting down and being very honest with yourself about where you are in your in your journey or what aspect you are in your journey. I think that was the most difficult thing for me to do. It was just, you know, sitting down and admitting to myself that 
I was accountable to those decisions. That those that in, at the end of the day, nobody forced me to be in a to stay in a bad relationship. Nobody forced me to say yes to all those meetings. You know, nobody forced me to seek other people's approval. It was all me. And by sitting down and being honest and being accountable for those choices, you also start to try to understand. Okay, so why did I say yes? Right? What is the deeper meaning as to why I said yes? And I think from that self-awareness, you'll also it will also give birth to answers by understanding what is the root of your lack of self-confidence or your lack of self-worth. Then that's the only way you're able to move forward and you're able to disappear. You're able to disappear those roots or to address those roots and you know to really try to understand how you can move forward from that. I think another reason, another advice I would also give is that, you know, it's really a constant journey. As I said earlier, I don't think we can always be 100% confident. So part of acknowledging that, part of acknowledging that, that it's a constant process also makes you kinder to yourself on those days when you feel like you failed or when you feel like your, your sense of self-worth is not as strong. Thanks for sharing those great tips. And Lynn, if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do and the work you've done, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? So definitely, you can follow me on either Instagram. That's Lynn Pinugu. That's L-Y-N-N-P-I-N-U-G-U. I have a website there as well, lynnpinugu.com, wherein you know, I, I, I share some of um, thought leadership pieces about the industry that I'm in. If you want to get to know my projects, please follow Mano Amiga PH. Again, Mano Amiga PH and She Talks Asia. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Lynn, you can also head on over to the TaoofSelfConfidence.com and search for Lynn's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Lynn today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you so much, Sheena. This was so much fun. <laughs> Not a problem. It was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self-Confidence. Want to learn how you can use podcasting to market your business? Download your free report by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.